follow your passion, but always bring it with you. Hello everyone and welcome to Nerdy Optometrist, a podcast channel for all things optometry and this is your host Ufi Vora. Just as all of you know that you have to remember to like, share and subscribe to my channel on all your favorite platforms. And before we start at talking about the episode, I would like to give a huge shout out to the supporter of this episode, Torchit, which is a government of India aided social startup that works towards upliftment and empowerment of differently abled community to help them realize their dreams of living their lives with a feeling of independence. Their assistive aids designed for blind and differently abled people have been used uh, for people not just in India, but even across Africa, South Korea and US. I'll be dropping their link in the description. Do definitely check it out. Now talking about my guest for today, when I said in the introduction, right, like you need to bring your passion with you. I have someone who has carried that flag for, I would say, years now. She's a great friend. She is a great inspiration. And I'm going to try my best to do a brief introduction of everything that she's done and achieved. A very warm welcome to Marui Pahuja. She is a specialty contact lens consultant, ocularist, visual art and expressive art practitioner. Yes, we're going to dig into all of that. Hold your horses because we have a lot more to discuss and discover. She heads the optometry department at Natasha Eye Care and Research Center in India. As a specialty contact lens consultant, she's the only practicing optometrist in India to have the fellowship from Scleral Lens Education Society. Marui has achieved another prestigious fellowship from the British Contact Lens Association, and more recently from the International Association of Contact Lens Educators. Having the passion to educate and upskill her knowledge, Marui has presented in many national and international ophthalmic and optometry conferences. She's extremely learned about facilitating leadership and peace building workshops, keeping arts at the center to learn, grow and heal. She has written a book. Yeah, I mean, just when you thought, you know, she has done it enough, she's already written a book called Beyond Trauma, A Journey to, to Healing with IOFC USA. She volunteers with different international organizations like Initiatives of Change and People Beyond Borders, School of Conscious Politics, and is currently also a research assistant at Step Ahead Berlin. Her passion, curiosity, and research are directed toward building a holistic healthcare system that incorporates healing of body, mind, and soul through multiple modalities incorporating conventional medicine. There is a lot to learn from her, and I'm so excited to have her as part of this podcast. A very warm welcome to the Nerdy family. Thank you so much, Upti. This is a really, really warm welcome, and I, I am uh, my heart is fluttering with joy just listening to you say all of these things. Uh, thank you for the invitation, and I am um, looking forward to our talk today. <laughs> Wonderful. So as you, as your introduction says, like it's filled with a lot of love, passion, and I've known you as a person as well uh, for quite some years now, but I don't know how your journey started. I do know you have some family background in eye care, but tell us how did your interest in optometry started? So I feel like growing in a science oriented uh, background, my implied implication actually was uh, doing a science-based uh, work, which is, I saw my parents uh, take care of a hospital and eye care 
practice and therefore I decided, okay, this is a, a chosen path for me. This is the right way to go. And uh, I, there were like a lot of optomin interns who used to come to the hospital. And when I saw them, I was like, okay, this is something that I feel inclined to do um, in science. And uh, I chose to go ahead with it. Uh, and I did my bachelor's from Bharti Vidya Peet and I finished in 2014. But there was always a part of my heart and soul that uh, belonged to the arts. And there was this sense of connection that I felt with the arts. And I kind of had to respond to that calling. Um, in, I believe, after finishing my bachelor's, there was this um, a random day where I just picked up colors and it was... Uh, it was this sense of coming, coming back to my inner child and uh, feeling that connection that I had with me as a child. And therefore, I decided to, okay, let's go ahead with uh, learning a little more about visual arts. And the journey has continued since 2015 until now. And it's ever growing. And there has been an exploration of so many uh, visual artist fields of uh, exploring all of these different mediums and modalities apart uh, after which there was this learning about oh this has a therapeutic benefit uh, I feel like there's a mindful mindfulness based artistic practice that's happening here for me personally and being a living breathing example of that I was like I'm sure there is something to study about this and uh, it is it should be practiced widely so um, I started exploring what is how can art be used in a therapeutic manner? So I found out about uh, expressive arts therapy and I started studying my master's in expressive arts therapy. I did a few courses in India, uh, the certification courses, and it continued to Berlin. And now it's uh, either with an institute in Switzerland or with the United States. I mean, this is so inspiring. And I had mentioned this in my introduction as well. Like, you know, you did, even though you say like, you know, an optometrist or optometry was a chosen path for you coming from the family. I really loved how you explored your own passion and you didn't, you know, I really love that saying because I feel it reflects your personality that you don't just, you don't follow it. You carry it with you. And that's what you did. Like you had two passions. One was optometry and eye care. That's what you grew up with but you also had your own calling which is art and you you know you've done a great job of you know using it even in optometry because you talk about expressive art and visual art but you've also done you're also an ocularist where you, you know, use your art love in you know helping patients who need that for eye care and that's very interesting because there are not many people who go that route right was that journey a little how was that journey was it difficult was it easy was it a calling? Um, I feel like it was, uh, it was just designed in the rightful manner for me. Uh, I wouldn't say it was um, difficult, but it has a, it had its own set of challenges because um, when you see the herd follow something, you're always like, "That's I want to belong," and that's the right way to go about it. Uh, also hearing everyone follow a certain path and seeing yourself diversify, there was that sense of feeling a little lost in the process of um, which way should I go? Um, and luckily there was, there was ocularistry which kind of combined both of my passions and brought a world for me that uh, felt like, okay, this is, this is something that makes 
perfect sense uh, because it has the right amount of eye care. It has the right amount of uh, one of my passions, which is of being of service to society through eye care and the other one being arts and bringing both of these worlds together felt like the just right next for me when I was doing it. Also, I think for the longest time doing optometry at that time, I had no idea about ocularistry. I'm also grateful to uh, having a background where uh, I had all of this knowledge and learning about the various options that I could take in the field. So um, a huge shout out in this moment to my father. Uh, and he was the one to tell me that I feel like these are the, the two worlds that really bring out the best in you. So why don't you study ocularistry as well? And I was like, okay, let's go ahead with it and see what that kind of brings. Um, and over the period of years, there was a learning about mental health. And I feel like it is the need of the hour. Uh, it is something that the world uh, is desperately uh, wanting at this point in, in time with the stresses that we have with post-COVID and uh, with everything that has happened uh, in the world, with all the traumas that we have. Uh, so there was a combination of mental well-being and arts that mm -hmm. also brought in these two worlds together of how can arts be a part of mental well-being, keeping arts as, at the center of uh, everything that I do. I think that is, that is wonderful. And like, I, uh, again, a huge shout out to your dad as well for your understanding where your passions are, giving you advice of, you know, what is the right path for you to explore and supporting you because that's huge. And to yeah. everyone listening to this episode, like I feel optometry is extremely diverse. And I keep saying this in most of my episodes uh, that, you know, whatever your passion is, even if you feel like just seeing patients is not something that I enjoy, but I also would like to add something more to it, whether it is, you know, being part of technology, being part of art, being part of like, you know, designing something. There are so many things that you can do becoming an entrepreneur. You know, there are so many things that you can do along with optometry. So please do not restrict yourself to just the set path that you see everybody following. Try to explore, give yourself some time, do whatever is needed to at least give it a, a genuine chance than just giving it up thinking it probably it's not where the herd is going. I am a living, breathing example of this, honestly. There was this, uh, I remember uh, a part of the journey where I was like, okay, I don't think uh, this is serving my heart in the right way. I, I should probably step out and explore something else. But I'm so glad that I stuck with it because what I'm able to practice in this day and age and be able to have a niche and a specialty and I'll in visually rehabilitating patients uh, and aesthetically rehabilitating patients, the sense of satisfaction it gives me. Of course, there is so much more out there in the world. And there's, like we were talking about, the grass is greener on the other side. And it feels like, hey, that seems exciting. But uh, there is so much opportunity here that um, having the right mentor and guide is such an important aspect of finding that spark in you and finding the intersection between the worlds that make sense to your own soul absolutely absolutely i think i really love you know how you try to even incorporate like mental health and what you like and passion in every everything that you're trying to you know share in this episode because i definitely feel we need to talk about those things the mental struggles because sometimes you just do things because 
that's what you know or that's what you've been taught yeah. to but it's also important to listen to yourself are you really enjoying it and if you don't take a risk take a calculated risk a more aware risk by like talking to people being yeah. well informed but give yourself a chance and step out there i i and i do know there was this one thing that i know we've discussed uh, maybe a couple of years ago because you're doing so much in expressive art and like visual art and all those things that you know you're working on with all your collaborations people started questioning are you really practicing optometry or you've given it yes. i don't think that's fun conversations you're like no i'm still very much in optometry <laughs> Yes, I think there's a picture that's painted out on social media, right? Usually, so uh, I put a lot of my lifestyle posts, uh, and therefore a lot of people started thinking, like, what is she up to? And because I, I also live in a in a little bubble of practicing just at uh, my hospital, uh, there was not a complete picture that people had of what I'm doing. And uh, yes, to all of those people who are still wondering if I'm practicing optometry, I very much am and uh, happily so. So it's not something that's out of the picture and never will be. <laughs> the, yeah, that, that's good to know. And, you know, I know we laughed about it and, she, and you were like, no, I, I do all of this. I do specialty contact lenses. I have my fellowships. I'm constantly upgrading my skills. And I think one thing that you've mentioned earlier is very important of whatever your passion was whatever you like whether it was contact lenses whether it was optometry whether it was arts you made sure that you were constantly upskilling your your knowledge right you did masters you just didn't like you just didn't paint and forget about it of course people can do that if they like but if you want to give you 100% you know try to learn the best and the most in that space was what were your challenges there because now you are juggling to independent i would say careers you know for people who are pursuing that and now you, when yeah. is your passion project when is your your full time work how how has that juggling in that process been? has it been difficult has it been easy what are your thoughts there um i feel like um, i'm a learning junkie and that kind of keeps me going i'm addicted to it uh, so there is it's never been like i'm making an extra effort towards something it just a part of it is comes also very naturally to me because uh i like exploring and i'm quite curious about learning to an extent that it can provide the best uh service uh to anyone that i'm working with whether be it in a in an eye care setting or in a mental health setting so it's about finding the best ways to be of service to uh to the society so the challenges really are uh for me how do i find intersections in these worlds because they're so far apart from each other uh the challenge really is how do i find a holistic way of um, combining arts and science mm -hmm. and bringing it to spaces because i see benefits of both i see that there are uh ways that each path is designed in a way to help individuals in their own specific manner uh and i've, I've uh worked with people individually in both fields whether be it expressive arts uh holding workshops uh or be it uh, visual rehabilitation through specialty contact lenses or aesthetic rehabilitation through ocularistry and um, feel like there is that need to be able to support patients or support individuals in both ways because one might need 
both of these together. So the challenge right. is really how do I create a holistic system through this? The challenge also is sometimes is uh, how do I stay self-motivated in all of these uh, passions that I carry within me and all of these uh, oceans that I've, I've stepped my toes, I've put my toes into and find a gr ground to stand on because it's one of another uh, leading this thought leading to another thought is also there have been times where um, again like I would say one of the challenges also was how do I how does the world know that all of this can exist at the same time uh, mm -hmm. because there is a part of me that felt uh, that okay people do not really know that I'm also practicing optometry right that right. people uh, in another part of the world don't know that I'm an optometrist and a part of the world doesn't know that I'm an expressive arts practitioner or a visual artist. How do I even introduce myself? Like, who am I? Uh, what do I do? Because it takes like a second to say, okay, this is, we usually introduce ourselves by saying that this is the work that I do. Uh, yeah. We hold our identities so close to what we do in the world. So it it's also, it takes me like a while to explain to the world. And I'm quite grateful to you to give me that space and time to tell um, one part of the world that, hey, this is also happening. <laughs> I think this is wonderful. And I would say this is a very good problem to have that now you have like multiple identities and you know, you sometimes it, it can also feel like you are so much invested in one one work or one thing, which is great, but you might want something else as well, which is like your own personal identity, right? Like your work, yeah. I could be say an optometrist, but I'm an artist, like that is who I am. That's what like my inner passion is. And optometry is my work, which I'm very passionate about, but it's not me. Like, you know, there are two different identities. Like I have a work identity, I have a personal identity. And I'm so happy that, you know, you have found both those things and you're able to excel because I know like even I to be honest I don't know what other than optometry can you know I would put myself as like term term myself into so there are there are these ways that like people like me would say that we struggle to identify as something beyond what our work is and I think this is very inspiring for you to learn from you that hey you can have multiple passions you can follow your multiple dreams and excel in all of it just by you know constantly trying to learn constantly trying to grow at your own or your own pace yeah thank you for saying that out loud uh i feel like we as humans are limitless uh we have limitless possibilities and uh being a creative person that's something that comes naturally uh finding that limitlessness in the world and living up to the full human potential uh I think so much so many times our brains tell us that okay there is no more uh yeah. but really there is and there is so much scope to fulfill that just responding to uh your heart's calling sometimes absolutely i actually read a very nice quote recently where it's like if someone tells you it is impossible it is impossible for them and not for you so you know it's, oh yes <laughs> because they're listening from others and believe what they say but it could be not for you but yeah. and I think it was a wonderful quote that uh, I think we should we should think and stick to but apart from all of this like you know we talked about art we talked about optometry you are doing one very interesting initiative in eye care and in, in the industry is leadership as well you are motivating and you know you are 
guiding young optometrists, fresh graduates, interns in your center uh, to, to show them different possibilities, to connect them with leaders within the industry. Tell me a little more about your motivation. What is going on in that space? So um, I believe the, the deepest space it's coming from is I wish someone had told me that at that time. Uh, and it's the other part of it is therefore trying to serve that bridge that gap. Uh, the other part of it is that I, I believe optometry is flourishing and changing. And like you said, it's diversifying and there's so many options uh, at especially a final year student, uh, an intern would feel pretty lost at that point in time. What's my next step? What do I do uh, after I finish, after I'm, I've graduated? So there is uh, that sense of wanting to bridge that gap by telling them and connecting them with different optometrists and leaders around the world. It also comes from an inspiration of uh, having facilitated a lot of leadership and communication um, workshops around the world. I see that that it's optometry is not just about technical skills. It's mm. so much about the right sense of communication. Um, I think it can take you places in any field. And just like optometry, communication is such an important aspect of our field. And if we want to excel or if we want to succeed or find ourselves out there standing uh, and representing who we are uh, there needs to be a learning um, spectrum of leadership and I, I believe that's something that um, we can take up as optometrists as leaders in the world to be able to uh, give that guidance and support provide that support system and that meshwork for uh, for young optometrists right now, uh, if you're a if you're a good leader, I feel like you can excel in anything that you can step into. There is that need for self leadership more than leading someone else. So yeah. the sessions and workshops happen uh, weekly here at uh, the clinic uh, on communication and leadership skills uh, with interns. We've also in the past organized conferences. Uh, online conferences uh, for optometrists around India who wanted to learn more about what next, what's their journey going to be like. But like I said, it really was coming from a space of, hey, I wish someone had told me that when I was younger. Um, luckily, I had someone, but I also see so many people struggle with that, yeah. uh, that journey of what am I going to do what? And if that motivation comes from yourself and you've learned to be, uh, you've learned to communicate, you've learned to guide your own journey, learn to center yourself and find that self-leadership. The path just uh, is uh, of discovery after that. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's funny that you said, you know, this comes from the place I wish somebody would have said this. And my motivation to even start this podcast was the fact that people helped me to find my space when I was like completely new to this country. I reached out to people and they were very kind enough to guide me in the process. And I realized there are many people who have paved their own path. And I'm like, you know what? There should be a place where everyone can share. Everything is beautiful. Like, you know, they're like, oh, wow, she's in here. She's enjoying. But it's important to tell like, hey, I had my own journey. Where can I share that? Like, just like you, you had your own journey. And I'm very sure many people will get inspired listening to, you know, the way you are following your passion it could not be art it could be something different but the point that we're trying to put is like you have a safe space to express and tell like 
you can do this and that's what that's the whole inspiration behind nerdy optometrist podcast that we want to just capture people's journey and maybe even if i can help like one person who has listened to this episode or any of my episodes and get inspired i think my work is done there <laughs> <laughs> no that's quite commendable rupti i have to say like they're creating a safe space uh in a world where there is absolutely no somebody even doesn't even speak about it and to create that space of inspiration of growth of learning of uh, hearing people's stories because so much of it comes from stories and uh, and create like building that uh, path for yourself it's so commendable and i am inspired and truly um, honored to be a friend of yours uh, thank you so much you've been too kind but tell me when you're doing like i this is something that i would like everybody to you know uh, understand that when i think when i i'm sure uh, you would agree to it as well like when we try to do something like this to help others we get 10 times more than what we put out do you do you feel the same absolutely a heart of service is everything like there's like giving is um there's more when you give than you just when you ask for it yeah yeah i think what i learned what i have learned throughout uh, this journey of my podcasting that i had no idea what podcast was i think this has been phenomenal like to, you know to just learn from everyone from everybody's journey uh so now i do know that you know we did talk about like your motivation and you did highlight some of the major roadblocks but is there anything that you wish because we are on the topic of you wish you know someone would have said that earlier when you were at a at a low point of you not knowing what to do were there any major roadblocks or anything that you would like to highlight that helped you keep going i would um uh, say that when this would be like take, going back to when i was quite young and just figuring out which path to take um if at the age of 16 17 somebody had told me hey you enjoy arts why don't you continue that as well and uh, find uh, you know find a stable find a stability through another profession and you can do both together because there was so much time even at that time uh, with my studies and everything Uh, i feel like at that point being inspired and knowing that there is that scope of uh, doing so much in the world and uh, that the sky is the limit and i can go ahead and enjoy both parts of the uh, the story and live my full potential so believe i wouldn't call it a roadblock but it's like if i go back in time that's something that i would think sometimes that would be different but at the same time uh, there's a part of me that believes i'm here in the right moment at the right time uh, in the right space so uh, it's just the universe conspired it to be a certain way and i'm so glad the journey turned out the way it did uh, in its own time so yeah um, i wouldn't say that there was there were roadblocks as much as uh, the limitations of the mind of my own mind because of hearing narratives of the world yeah. and taking on those narratives of the world rather than the reality to, yeah exactly rather than just listening to what is right for me and what makes sense to me uh there was a lot of influence and uh, words and talks of everybody else happening in my head rather than just listening to my own uh, voice and finding that center so that has been that that has been an ever a uh, blooming challenge 
and uh, sometimes it shuts down as well so i find my ways to cope with it but yeah that that's that's about it not a roadblock but a little bit of uh, journeying through various ways i think i think i, I loved it you know we we all go we, i'm sure 100% i'm sure everybody goes through this like you know we end up in a certain place a situation just because we were listening to others and we're not listening to what our passion or our, our heart said but now i know we did talk a lot about art optometry you know uh, about your journey but now i would like to jump into my fun segment which is a rapid fire uh, it's very simple very quick the rules are i'll ask you a question you have to tell me the the quickest answer are you ready for it yes let's do it perfect uh, so to begin with which is your favorite destination california all right welcome to the california i like that <laughs> okay uh, apart from art and like optometry okay something else that you do during your downtime mm, gardening gardening wonderful one thing that people don't know about you it's a that i like i like sleeping a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay your favorite cuisine um indian indian south one. indian specifically south indian okay love that uh for for those people who don't know like just just look up like dosas at least in south indian food i think they're amazing <laughs> we love that uh if you were to interview a guest dead or alive who would that be and what would the question be oh i would definitely interview carl sagan um i would ask him what is it that inspired him to learn so much about the universe all right wonderful if we were to write an autobiography about your journey what would you like the title to be go with the flow go with the flow okay <laughs> love that if you could change one thing it could be you can add delete or change anything in the eye care industry what would that be that's i think that's not a rapid fire question that is a deep question a reflective one i would uh, what's your first thing be... that comes to your mind that's why it's rapid fire <laughs> <laughs> i would like to be able to um create more awareness about uh, uh, optometry and i would like to create more awareness about the specialty fields and the niche areas that would be able to serve patients and give them the full spectrum of treatment got it wonderful and you did you did great in the rapid fire good job yay <laughs> all right now before we end this episode one final takeaway message i would say something that we've been talking about is like pave your own path mm-hmm. uh listen to your calling and uh, you have a path that's specifically designed for you and it will have its hurdles and its own challenges uh something that i saw the other day was like the bigger the object is the bigger the shadow it's going to cast so the bigger your dream is the bigger the shadow is going to be and you need to overcome and find your way through that shadow and find your own light within uh to be able to achieve the fullness of your dream and dream big love it i i feel so inspired after listening to this episode and you know talking to you about this so thank you once again for your time and for inspiring us it has been a wonderful discussion a huge shout out to the supporter of this episode torchit i'll be dropping their links in the description also feel free to reach out to marui because she is an amazing person to learn more about her work and just just follow your passion 
with that thank you so much uh, for your time and everyone do make sure that you leave us a review if you have enjoyed this episode thank you so much upti it's been such a pleasure talking to you and uh, the inspiration is quite mutual uh, and it's what you're doing is amazing uh, thank you for inspiring all of us and uh, all the best for all the coming endeavors that you take thank you thank you so much thank you take care bye <laughs>